Okay, here is a supersized show just for your enjoyment. I don't know how we talked for that long, but we just did. Hashtag blessed. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. Sorry about the raping and pillaging. And if you're American, apparently, happy Columbus Day. Also, uh, raping and pillaging there. We talked about a lot of things. Thanks for the iTunes review to the wonderful person who left one for Sugar and I. It really is so fun. When you do that, it makes me so happy and motivates me to do more. So have a little listen, get comfy, do some raking, whatever the hell it is you're going to do, because this hour is going to blow by and it is going to knock your socks off. Okay, changeyourdresspod at gmail.com if you need me for anything. Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. If you would like to send in a segment, feel free for either show. Go ahead. I'm here. For you. Maybe you want to tell us about what it's like to be a lesbo on a dating app, which I would love to hear about. Or you can tell your coming out story. Or you could just muse about daily bullshit. That's all I'm basically doing. So feel free to do that. And stay tuned for Sugar and I. We talked about American murder. It's very good. And if you're a middle-aged white woman such as myself, although I feel middle-aged is generous, I think I'm three-quarters of the way through just judging by my genetics and predispositions. Anyway, watch it. It's fucked up. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Fucked up. Okay. Okay. So stay tuned. Uh, love you. Uh, gobble, gobble. Uh, okay. Okay. Love you. Okay. Okay. Call me. Okay. Yep. Okay. Bye. 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 Hello. 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 <laughs> you actually, when you said hello, you sounded like one of those recordings, like, hello. Nobody can come to the phone right now. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Uh, you, you want to be the Siri. Oh, I can't. I can't be on the same level as Siri. I've never wanted to fucking choke a woman more in my entire... Like, if Siri was a human, I would domestically abuse her. I just can't. I just can't. Did you ever see Siri? Like, the actual person who is Siri? You know, you have mentioned this before, and I have never Googled it. So I'm going to write that She's down. She's like a middle-aged woman. Middle-aged white woman. Is she, like, extremely slappable? Does she look slappable? Not that I'm condoning domestic violence or uh, violence of any kind. I'd say you could toss her around a bit. Okay, now sure. I have something else in mind. Okay. Question, are, are we recording? Yes, we are. Oh, okay, I didn't know. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll wait till after to ask you the question, because nobody needs to hear about winter tires. Okay, yes, I respect that. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Although this is a lesbian Editor. show, so maybe they do want to hear about winter tires. <laughs> okay, well then. Well, no, because you know what? A lot of the people don't live in the climate where they're required to have them. Well, not required. I've never actually had winter tires before. Oh, you've never? Oh, it is life-changing. It's really so great. It makes all the difference in the world. Your stopping time, your confidence. It's just money well spent, I say. <laughs> well... <laughs> They came with the car. I'd probably buy them if, you know, they didn't, but they came with the car. So, happy, happy. Yeah, it'll it'll be great. It really changes everything. It's a whole it's a whole new world. Just... Okay, good. Well, we need to um, wish everybody a Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Unless you're American, then happy Monday. Yeah, wait a little longer. Do they get a holiday today? I can't remember if they have uh, something else. It, it's it, Well, our Thanksgiving is actually technically tomorrow. Yes. And, yes. um, oh, it's Columbus Day. Oh, so they get an extra stat. Do we get any? Oh, we get, rem- oh, so they get an extra holiday. Yeah. Well, yeah, they get, uh, the, the Columbus Day, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Cause Columbus Day usually had a lot of people from Canada would go down to the state and shop all their sales and everything. Not this year. And this year. no, and you know what? And I can't imagine even in years previous, like, going down to Grand Forks or Fargo. Yeah, Margie. 
uh, to go. <laughs> this is like the second show in a row that I've mentioned Fargo, actually. Shout out to Fargo. Our dollar is so horrible. Like, why would you go and spend, like, the exchange rate is terrible. I just, I can't imagine a world where I would ever, I mean, outside of purchasing sperm, go downstairs, go downstairs, basically go downstairs into the basement of Canada. And per, like, I would never be the kind of person who's like, oh, there's a big sale and it's super crowded and there's going to be a lot of fucking mindless idiots. Like, let's go. I'm okay. Right? I will stay home. I like my couch. Thank you very you know, much. I won't even do that in Canada. Never mind like traveling, you know, a few hours. Yeah, no thanks, no thanks. So what are you doing for your turkey day? Or a non-turkey day? <laughs> it's a non-turkey day. I'm going to make some chili. And then later, I'm going out driving with my niece, whether that means she's going to be driving, because uh, she is practicing for a driver's test. Oh, God. Although now I'm thinking that maybe a driver's test isn't a good idea during a pandemic. You can do it. My niece did um, it. She got her license. It's doable. That's right. She, um, they just wear masks, right? I would assume, yeah. Well, yeah. I would be, like, triple masking because you're, like, two feet away from a person. Yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they've got shields on. Maybe they've got a double mask because it's their health and well-being as well. So maybe they should just sit in the back seat. Driving Miss Daisy. Fucking <laughs> <Like an> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Okay. Okay. How, how about you? I know that you'll go all fucking out because you don't do anything half-assed well i can't remember if i cooked a fucking turkey last year i i don't think i've ever cooked a good turkey maybe once i don't even really remember and this year's not looking good uh yesterday my niece came over and we prepped all this dumb shit and it was great because she saved me like three hours even though she felt like she wasn't doing anything in my mind it's like i do not have to do i almost choked on my own tongue there i do not have to do those 10 things so it's fucking great and then today i had okay so i i read in a canadian living magazine or whatever that if you buy an 18 pound bird, you might as well buy like a 22 pound bird because you're just paying for bones pretty much. There's way less meat on a smaller bird. So I called oh, the butcher shop God. and I'm like, okay, I need a big bird. And they're like, okay. So I bought the big one and I didn't register how fucking big it was until I put it in the roasting pan that I usually use. Like if it were a human body in a coffin, okay, just so you can really imagine this, because I know you probably haven't cooked a lot of turkeys and honestly, neither have I. It would be like the, the half of the dead body's torso would be flowing out of the coffin and you could not shut it. So when I got it into the pan... Oh, it would be like a really fat person. Yeah. You, you shove in a coffin and it's not the right size coffin. And so they're, like, they're, they're having like a, a, a muffin top but over the sides of the coffin. Like technically it's in there, you know, technically the, the corpse is in there and it's cooking. But it's not a comfortable, and then I'm thinking, fuck, I have to, I'm going to have to flip this thing over because I cook it, I cook it breast down for a couple hours, okay? And then I'm going to flip it over because then all the juices will kind of follow gravity and sink to the, the very base of the, of the breast. And I tell you, I, I can't tell you, I was a little tingly buttering up that bird because you have to get right under the skin and get the butter in there. And it's like very, you know, you have to, it's a good thing I'm a lesbian. I don't know what straight women do. Like, how do they do that? Because I have natural inclinations to be gentle and explorative with my fingertips to kind of gently stretch out the skin so I don't tear it. Like, do straight women know how to do that? I just slap it on. Yeah. I mean, like, when I've, when I've done turkeys, although, like, the I can't remember the last time I did a turkey. You know, a few years ago for sure. Oh, yeah, the last time I did that was my Christmas with my mother. <gasps> Ooh, that sounds uh, great. Good times. Tell me all about it. Come on. Oh, God. Uh, my dad died. <laughs> and, okay. <laughs> my, Bad so, time to drink my coffee. My sister moved away, so we didn't have, like, the bigger family anymore. So I think my niece was doing something with her dad's family, so it was, I'm by myself. My mom is, quote-unquote, by herself, although I think she was dating a man at that point. Um, so, you know, she came to my place. In the city. And it was pathetic. Like, she did not want to participate in anything. She, you know, basically, I think she stayed upstairs and slept uh, most of the day, Christmas Day. I, I felt really, like, abandoned. Wow. It was, it was, it was terrible. Because I did, I, all I, the reason why I did it 
was for my mom because I thought, you know, you know, she needs a Christmas. I don't fucking need a Christmas. Oh my God, I don't need a Christmas. So then that's what happened. And ever <laughs> I remember the days I actually drove her back because she was out of town. And I remember coming home that night or that day and I actually literally took the Christmas tree and threw it the fuck away. Wow. That's, that's a page out of my mom's book. But anyway, why, like, why does she do that? I don't understand. If you see someone going out of their way, I don't know. Why, why do you think she would do that to shut you down? Like, what's the point of even coming uh, then? You know what? She, she did apologize, um, when we were on our way back, like when I was driving her. Um, but like never gave an explanation and her apologies are kind of empty too. Like it's not, it's not a real apology anyway. So I don't celebrate Christmas anymore. So you were like, that's it. Final straw. Wait, when did your dad, when did your dad die? He's dead. Did you know that? Uh, he's, my dad is dead February 22nd and it'll be eight years this year. Oh, congratulations to you both. Oh, thank you. That's wonderful yeah. news. Death anniversary. I only bring that up because uh, Stella reminds me all the time that my dad's dead. So it's, oh, it's, it's really? kind of, yeah, she's just, she's, sometimes she'll just look at me like she's really been thinking about it. And she's like, your dad's dead. Yes, he is. <laughs> thank it's you. It's funny. Because I remember like the day after, I believe, it, yeah, it was the day after my dad died. We all went out to where my mom lives, including my younger sister, who I haven't talked to since my dad's celebration of life, or his party, as I call it. She has a little, well, a little girl at the time, and she would go around saying, Pop's dead. I'm sad. <laughs> Wait, why do you not I mean, talk to her? Oh, my God, Sandra. Is this like a, like, are we, have, are we having a show about, like... Let's, let's explore Aaron's issues. Well, look, everyone knows everything about me. And if they don't, they can head back and listen to what an idiot I am slash was for numerous years. And it's Thanksgiving. Okay, so it's so, kind of like an airing of grievances. Oh, right. oh. It's, okay. It's, we have to have a podcast on, whatchamacallit. Festivus. Yes. I was thinking Festivus. Thank you. We have to have a Festivus podcast. 100%. Yes. I'm going to mark that down. Okay, I don't talk to my younger sister because she's a fucking loser. <laughs> okay. Point blank. She's a manipulator. She uses people. She abuses people. Much like your sister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think and I agree with that. Good for you. It, well, it just came down to, like, why waste time? Yeah, those people so, are yeah. absolutely soul-sucking, energy-sucking uh, garbage people that just... Like find someone it's else. Exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's a lot. But did she so, do? Yeah. Did she do anything in partic- particular that set you off at your dad's thing, or was it just like that's enough? You know what? It wasn't actually my dad's thing. Although, like, yeah, she did like nothing to help out. Uh, at the same time, me and my two nieces drove into where my mom lives. So it's the day of my dad's party. Now I get it. You know, it's he's dead. It's still his party. This was months later. Yeah, so we go to get, you know, stuff ready. And my mom is still sleeping. Shit. So we were running around like chickens with our head cut off. Me and my two nieces trying to get shit set up. Was she depressed? Like, was she having a hard time dealing with it? I would assume so. I would assume that all of us were probably not having, you know, but I wanted to do... You know, my dad justice, you know? Like, I wanted to give him a party that he would enjoy. Because he's dead and can't enjoy it. So you wanted to, like, do something that he would enjoy had he been alive. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. You kind of, you know, put aside what your feelings were for losing him and doing... Because it was, like, he, he wanted to have a party. He wanted to have a celebration. He wanted to have his friends. That's what he wanted. He did not want, you know, the, the usual funeral. What was your dad's funeral like? Oh, fuck. That was fucking weird. Is, is I don't know. about taking pictures of him or something like that? Yeah, I as well. It, it wasn't, 
it wasn't like we were propping him up in funny poses or like, you know, strutting him around. I want to say weekend at Bernie's, but you like, I've, it's, that's your story. I don't want, but it's, it's, it wasn't that. Okay. We didn't do to my dad, what you guys did to your dad. We just like, it's like a weird Italian thing where they like take pictures of dead bodies and look, this is going to sound really stupid and I'm aware of how stupid it's going to sound and I don't have any crystals. I don't know what a chakra is. So just let me say it and then I'll move on. We, we took pictures with this dead body and when you get the pictures developed, like I feel really bad for whoever worked at Superstore in the photography department, although they probably didn't know he was dead. Maybe they assumed, please God, let him be sleeping. But I can only imagine. Anyway, but there were like little light orbs all around, which I mean, look, Think what you want. I'll like if if you told me that story, I'd be like, sure, Jan, like whatever. But right. there's this part of me that I just I don't believe this is the end. And you can. Everyone's entitled to think what they want, but I just don't. I can't. I won't. Oh so, we've had this conversation enough times and I do believe that you were seeing the spirit. Dun, dun, the dun. essence of the person. That's pretty fucking deep for a Sunday morning. Oh, okay. So the funeral, it, it was just like super Italian. It's like, a, you know how they make jokes about how it's like squats, like you get up, sit down, get up, sit down. It's just like a long Italian funeral. But the, the thing that happened, he did not get along with my, with uh, his sister the same way that my sister and I don't get along. They're both okay. like, he, I didn't ever understood because I never really met her. Like she would, they had broken ties for my whole life I don't think I even ever met her until the day of the funeral like I could not have picked her out of a lineup at all and the day she was there like my mom was trying to be really nice to her and welcome her and like you know and she's grieving by herself too right anyway my mom invited her to see if she wanted to come and like go in the limo with us and she didn't and then she like pushed my mom and then she walked out of the funeral ahead of my dad's casket right at the very end and it's like oh okay yeah I get it now I I understand. So that was the, it's just like, you know, and the thing is like, I didn't know it at the time, but her son, so my cousin, my first cousin that I had never met before, my being clear, my aunt's, my estranged aunt's son worked at the same store as I did. And I didn't know at first that we were cousins. And then we found out and we got along great. Never had an argument. Yeah. It was just coincidental that we worked at the exact same place. Never had an argument, got along great, super nice guy. And it's like, it was nice that he was normal and I, and me. So very weird situation. Families are weird, man. Families are weird. I I really like that because the fact is, is that you don't have, you know, a lot of family here. And the fact that you ended up working at the same store as your fucking cousin. It was an Italian store in his defense. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of left that part out. I was like, Hey, wait a minute. Oh, right. We're both Italian. It was an Italian store, but you know, there's anyway. I mean, I mean, that's, that's a big world to have that kind of thing happen. Yeah. I haven't seen him in probably about 10 years, but I think if I did, he wouldn't race ahead of my casket. No. Oh, and when she pushed my mom, I thought I am going to put this old bitch through a stained glass window of Jesus. And She's just gonna fly. Like I just was so, so mad. Was it was it a Catholic service? Yeah, yeah. At the at the oh, Italian yeah. church here on uh, on River. That's where they all go. They all go to die there. And every time I walk in there, I, like I have PTSD from being a kid and forced to go to Catholic school. Like not Catholic school, but church services. It was such bullshit, yeah. man. Such bullshit. The dads would sit outside in the front, smoke and chit chat, and then all the kids had to go in, and the women went to service. And it's like, fuck you, man. Like, this is bullshit. I can't even remember. Like, and the smell of the incense. It's like I have fucking PTSD from being in there. I fucking hated it. So every time I go in there, like when we went for my uncle's funeral, it's like my my chest felt so tight. And I'm like, I'm going to run out of here screaming like I'm on fire. I was just telling my sister, I'm like, I got to run out of here. I was just fighting every fucking urge in my body not to just get up and like grit my teeth and like start screaming and run out. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm not my aunt, you know. And not pushing people. Oh my God, incense. Well, and, and I, I kind of figured it was Catholic when you were saying that there was a lot of standing up and sitting down. Because I always called that the Catholic Olympics. Because you would like, you know, stand up, sit down, kneel, stand up, sit down, kneel, wave at people, shake hands. You know? I hate this turn around and shake hands with a stranger thing. Thank God for COVID. Like, fuck, how awkward. I just fucking hate shit like that. Ugh, peace be with you. Oh. And also with you, strange man with dirty hands. Oh my 
speaking of PTSD, like seriously, but I was kind of obsessed when I was a kid about going about church. This is actually, I've never told anybody this because it's kind of embarrassing. I used to hold my own masses. Sugar. Like, if that is not cult-like fucking behavior, I don't know what is. Sorry to all the Catholics, but holy shit. What would you say? Like, would would you be well, blessed? I would hold mass. Like, I would, because I knew the mass from front to back. What? Were you, like, were you forced yeah. to go to church, too? I did, I did church up until when I was 16. <laughs> the last service I went to was, it was called the Easter Vigil. It was a nighttime mass. It was actually a really pretty mass, but it was really fucking long. And then I went out and got drunk for the first time. <laughs> that, that was my last, that was my last mass. Because it was on like a Saturday night. Fucking, oh. Yeah, I went to, um, it would have been mass and like, went to um sunday school the whole gambit like the whole let's uh let's get confirmed baptized everything i didn't get baptized till i think i was eight or nine years old a little late oh Oh, that was another traumatic event i did not want to do that like what's the point i just feel like my mom was like fuck this why did i even do this you know i feel like she lost the baby before me and the doctor said you're really depressed you need another baby or you're gonna go insane so she i guess fucked my dad is that how that works (laughs) so she fucked my dad and then she had me and then she was just like kind of you know, now she had a baby and she was depressed and she was really tired. And my oldest sister, I call her not Janice on the show. Please don't say her real name. Dear God. She pretty much raised me for a lot of it, you know, because my mom was like super checked out. God bless her. I love her. She's very wonderful. Very nice lady, you know, overall. And uh, yeah, so she's just like, oh, what? You're supposed to baptize babies? It's like, yeah, like all your friends, like who do you know that's been baptized at eight or nine who didn't convert from like another religion? No one. It's fucking humiliating. Like, what's the point? You don't want me to go to hell? Well, guess what? I'm gay. (laughs) Like, I should have just sat her down then. (laughs) Don't waste your time and money. I'm gay. Not going. It's going to be okay. It's all crap. I mean, it's just all crap. And now I am raising the world's youngest, most arrogant atheist in the history of the world. I have to remind my son numerous times not to mock people who are religious because I... He's like, so what, they believe in a man in the sky? Like, some magical man? And I'm like, well... Oh, my God. He's so pessimistic. I'm like, I well, kind of. And, you know, I, I explained to him, you have to be kind to people. Like, this is very important. I've also already taught him consent in different tiny little ways through his whole life. Like, if he wants to... Like, this was years ago now. He wants to brush Stella's hair. I, and he just went over there with the brush and started brushing her hair. And she was not into it. And I'm just like, hey... Like, you have to ask somebody before you physically touch them, and they have to say yes or no as to whether or not they want you to do that. So did you ask her if she wants you to brush her hair? No. I said, well, would you like to? And he asked her, and she said no, and he walked away. And it's like, that's how. You don't have to have a conversation about sex to teach, you know, boys and girls. And the other thing, too, Stella likes to be tickled. So she'll ask for it, and then we'll tickle her, and then she says no, and then we stop, and then she says, oh no, I want you to keep going, and then we have to instill in her, no means no, if you want to continue, no, but it's important to teach them that at a young age. I'm just giggling because it's, um, (laughs) you know, you could sort of say the same thing about a lot of adult women, tickle me, no, stop, no, keep on going. Well, don't, and then, but you know, and there are so many good guys out there where that is completely jarring and confusing. You need like a safe word or you need to say no and mean no, because if no, you know, your eyes say yes, but your mouth says no or whatever. It's like, uh, no, no means just no. So if you say no, you got to mean no, unless you have a special fucking safe word or whatever. I just find it super confusing. And this oh, other thing I saw... I don't know how you raise kids. Holy it's, shit. But I want to give you one quick example of something that I saw that still stuck with me to this day. It was a couple years ago. I was dropping my kids off at daycare. And there was this dad there. We were often there at the same time at that point. And he's just kind of like a bit of a loudmouth, bit of a yapper, kind of like annoying. And he asked his daughter for a hug. And she said no. And he, he his behavior, he was like, oh, you don't love me? And she's like, no, I love you. Well, why don't you give me a hug? I guess you don't want to give me a hug then. Like, he guilted her 
and basically showed her that she doesn't have dominion over her own fucking body. And I just, I looked at him and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I didn't say anything because I was just like, this is none of my fucking business. Like, what am I going to do? Sit him down and teach him that he's a piece of shit and he's teaching his daughter that men, men should dictate what happens to her body, whether she wants it or not. None of my fucking business. But in my brain, it's like, oh, yeah, I'd hate to be alone in a bedroom with you because uh, this is how you do it. You just guilt people into letting, like, ugh, just we're so fucking repulsive. You know, that's so interesting. Like, okay, are all lesbian mothers like you? Because if they are, then the world should be filled with lesbian mothers. Well, a lot of lesbian couples have sons. It's just the nature of the beast. Because when we're trying to conceive, it's not like a rough estimate. It's very uh, precise. Sandra, there's somebody at my door. Hold on just one second. Okay? I hope so you don't I, get murdered. I Please don't really get bad. killed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my neighbor brought me over a cucumber. Is that <laughs> code for something? Is that code? No, it's not code. It's literally a cucumber. Oh, well, that's disappointing. It's not drugs or a dildo. It's actually a vegetable. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. As you were saying. Anyway, lesbians have lots of sons. I'm so sorry. We, we really want the kids we have. We don't just get drunk and fall in a puddle of sperm and then have a baby. It's very precise. It's, we want right. to have children. Although having two children, I got to tell you, I am a way shittier parent than I was with just one because I'm just twice as tired and they just, they just fight like cats and dogs. So my patience is like at a fucking negative five. So anyway, anyway, everything will be fine. No means no. Don't touch somebody without consent. Boom. Is that hard? No. Not at all. I, Not I, at all. Yeah. And you know what? I've actually said that before and you've taught me a lot, like just being the person that you are in terms of going through what you went through with both of your kids. I've always said, like, this is a couple who really wants to have children. It's not a matter of, like you said, falling in a puddle of sperm so eloquently. That is... um, yeah, and I just think that, you know, the way that you're parenting, your son in particular, is so impressive. And I think that parents can learn a lot from, I think, a lesbian parent. I, I feel like his generation has so much potential. Toxic masculinity hasn't touched him yet, and I really hope it doesn't, but I know it will because the teenage years are so awful. But just think of the potential that these kids have now with parents who are kind of aware of, you know, not raping people that are unconscious and stuff and instilling that in their kids and not, oh, she wants it and silence is consent. And so what if she's passed out? I'm sure she'd be fine with this. Like, you have to instill it's, it in uh, the boys. The girls, they already know. It's get instilled in, it's, it's been instilled in them probably their whole lives. But boys need to know, you don't touch anybody that can't consent. You don't let anyone else touch somebody who can't consent. Like, they, there's so many things that we can instill in boys that makes, like, you can tie that into their masculinity. Like, real men don't do the following things and they don't allow anyone else to do those things either. If you put that into the fucking jigsaw puzzle that is manhood and they all kind of puff up their chest at defending someone who can't defend themselves. Perfect. We just, we have to That's look more at I what the men. There's so many things in the world that contribute to it. And I mean, when you're thinking, Oh, like the first thing that comes to my mind is don't ever put your child in hockey. And this is a sport that I grew up loving it was a bond I had with my dad, and quite honestly, I, I can't watch it anymore. And not only just because of the toxic masculinity, and that goes for a lot of sports as well, but I think some sports do better than others, and that being hockey, I think that it's toxic. Toxic. Beautiful game, toxic environment. Well, it's stupid. The hazing they do, the unnecessary, weird, creepy, overtly sexual, disgusting bullshit... It's like, how do you even fucking think of that? Why? Why is that necessary There's to the sport? A ton of abuse. Oh, a it's one hundred percent right up the ranks, like a ton. Yeah, I, I, I can't handle it. I mean, I, again, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen in any other sports. I, I think, especially being Canadian, especially hockey being essentially part of the fabric of our society, really, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to you know, swallow any of the bullshit that they peddle. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. I know, I was sort of thinking about it as I said swallow. <laughs> 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 
we're disgusting too. <laughs> Not like hockey disgusting, but we're disgusting. Okay, what else do we have to yeah. talk about? Is there anything else you'd like to, to share? Oh, well, we were talking on, yeah, I texted you yesterday. I was uh, walking to the park to go see my geese friends. And I was thinking about, I wonder if the, um, if there was an increase or a decrease in STIs, or as we've known in our generation, STDs, during the pandemic. Mm. So I did a little reading, and there has been a decrease pretty much across the board in terms of, like they were saying, chlamydia, gonorrhea, da-da-da. HIV, unfortunately, has been a slight rise. Everything else decreased. Now, what they're saying is, is that obviously during the pandemic there was a lockdown. But there's not any real known numbers because a lot of the... um, a lot of the people who were doing testing for STIs were sort of rerouted to doing testing for COVID. So it's just really interesting to know that there's really no hard and fast data. Like everything that I read was pretty much, well, here's, here's, you know, it looks promising, but we can't say for sure. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking. Oh, thinking. Oh, the, um, and, and the other thing was too, is that the dating apps now, I wasn't sure which way it would go, but dating apps apparently had an increase during the pandemic. So you had people who wanted to have that connection without the connection or without the fear of, oh, my God, I'm going to have to meet this person in person. So, like, how many people were ghosted after a lot of the restrictions were lifted? How many people actually met people that they wanted to meet as opposed to, oh, it's just another date? See, I'm going to tell you what Dan Savage... Do you ever listen to Dan Savage, Savage's <gasps> podcast? I love Dan Savage. Okay, you can correct me here, but I think he has a rule. I can't remember how many interactions or how many back and forths you do online, but he has a rule where you meet and you meet right away so you don't waste any time. Because if there's no sexual connection or no chemistry or no physical attraction, like, don't waste your fucking time. Because you can, I've seen oh my, my friends God. do it too. Wait, like waste time back and forth, meet up, and it's like, oh, you look like you live in a basement. Okay, I gotta go. And it's just they wasted three and that's months. The thing. There's, um, yeah, you know, it's it's. There's so many problems with online dating. That being one, where you have like that connection online, you meet in person. And it's like, oh, you do nothing for me. Then what do you do? Have you had that experience? Oh God, yeah. Okay, tell me yeah. about that. I'd love to hear about that. Well, you just basically, you know, you either ghost them, hate to say it, you either ghost or you're honest, saying, sorry, I, I don't feel that way. So when you ghost them, you know? are they, like, texting you and you're just not writing anything back? Yes. Is that what ghosting is? Okay, so they, so then they're yeah. left with zero closure and they feel repulsive. Do you think they do? Or do you think they're like, oh, something's wrong with that bitch? Um, Honestly, I think a lot of the time, um, it just, a lot of the time it goes with the territory. Oh, wow. You know, you just sort of think like, this is what happened. I am so out of you touch know. with that. Oh, you know what? Um, even before I was quote, quote unquote taken, I, I quit online dating because it was just like, oh, like there's two, like there's I'm of two minds. Like, there was one part of me that's like, yeah, I could just go on a bunch of dates, you know, da-da-da, free meals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Which sure. they were never free. I mean, like, that's in my mind, like, what it could be. But it never was like that. But you know what? The, the more, A, I'm not that kind of person. And B, fuck, I don't, I don't want to get fucking dressed up and shit for someone that I don't know. Do you, did you ever feel like I might get murdered? Did that ever cross your mind? You know what? It's funny. Hindsight. Never thought at the time, but hindsight. I probably put myself into a, a lot of unfortunate situations where it could have gone bad. Did you go to someone's home? Oh, God. A long time ago, yeah. Oh, God. Like a really long time ago when I was really stupid. And then I just got less stupid, but still stupid. You know what? I, I, I 
just think that there's, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely, hindsight, I've been like, whoa, Aaron, what were you thinking? You know, really, is it any different than meeting somebody at the bar and going and having a one-night stand? No. It really isn't. A lot of the time, I would let one person know, hey, I'm going out on a date tonight, just to let you know, in case. <laughs> yeah, and I am sexy, someone might try to kill me. Right. So you got to make it. sure you got to like lay the groundwork so people know where to find your dead body. And like, you know, leave. Here's a little tip I've listened to. Okay. I'm going to change subjects here because I have ADD and I need to move on to the next thing because I want your opinion on it. I watched what you suggested to me. Was it called American Murder? Oh. On Netflix, the, the Watt family murders. Okay. Yeah. I'm a person who enjoys researching whatever the fuck it is I'm doing, whether it's wine or sausage making or other loser middle-aged white woman activities. Okay. Yeah. Just who I am. If I were going to murder, shit, should I have called a spoiler there? Damn it. You know what? Fuck it. It's all on the internet. Spoiler it's alert. Called American, it's called American murder. It's not right. about a family circus. You're right. It's not, it's not called. <laughs> it's kind of in the title. <laughs> it's called American Murder. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Well, we'll say spoilers anyway. In case okay. God bless my... Let me just finish talking about how smart I am. Just hold on just one one quick sec there. Oh, God, what a fucking idiot. But an American murder. Uh, okay. okay, so there are, in okay. fact, murders. Okay. <laughs> just to clear it up, you are correct. I am incorrect. There were murders. But if I were going to murder my wife and children, okay, I... I would research all kinds of things. Here's here's what I would do. I would listen to true crime uh, podcasts nonstop, which I've already done. Okay. Right. Uh, I would generally speaking know the value of my home. So when I do murder my wife and children, I don't have to call the realtor immediately after and start setting up how I'm going to sell the house of my newly missing wife and children. I would not call the school and tell them my kids are unenrolled when in fact they're dead. And my records could be traced. Like, come on, dude. You're not very smart. Did and he really say that they're unenrolled? I yeah. missed that part. It was, they said it in the, in the end at the trial or whatever when he, they listed all the shit that made him super guilty. Because he just pled guilty because he was just very, very guilty. He was fucked. My favorite thing, person in that whole documentary, oh, the woman. I know what you're going to say because she is mine too. The woman investigator. I can't remember her name with the striped shirt. I want to know where she the, is. The lie detector test. Yeah, she did everything right. She was phenomenal. She, she, the way she treated him, how she talked to him. And she's like, so you're going to do a polygraph? Also, a little bit of advice. Never, ever, 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 ever do a polygraph, ever. You ask for a fucking lawyer, whether you're innocent or not, because those things fail. There's a reason that they fail. But if you fail it, you're not fucking going home. So even though initially you're oh like, oh, of course I'll take a polygraph. And then in your brain, you're like, I can totally fuck up a polygraph. They won't get it. I'm going to pass it. I'm going to be the first fucking guy who kills his wife and children and passes a polygraph. No, you're not. Never, ever do one. Even if you're innocent, do not do it. I mean, I'm not going to kill my children that, like, and my had, wife. You know, he had some qualities to him where he probably thought that he was going to pass it. I don't know how he thought he was going to pass it, but she was, oh my God, she was phenomenal. Like just... Like you said, the way that she talked to him and like when she said, there's two people in this room, one person knows the truth, I'm about to know the truth as well. And I was like, oh, you got him. Oh, he's, he's toasted. Like, she just fucking had him. She just knew it. And the look on his face, like he's... And you know what else tipped me off that this guy's a total fucking psycho? So he's obsessed now with working out. He's lost like 80 pounds or whatever it was, 60 pounds. Right. And in the, all of the videos, if you watch it again, because I've watched it twice, because I'm writing down what not to do in case I change my mind, you know. And uh, I'm just kidding. I am not going to kill my children and my wife. Oh, my God. Like, if anything, I would be the one that gets murdered. Easily. Yeah. Like, there's no debate. It's like, they won't even be like, oh, I wonder what happened. They'll be like, yeah, totally. I get it. <laughs> no question. But if you watch the American murder, which, spoiler alert. Okay. There's a murder. Thank you. God, I just, 
I astound myself every day. He's at the beach with his kids and he's less about playing with the kids and more about holding the kids in a certain way to maximize his muscles while he's sucking in his gut. Kate, watch that. And then the second thing. You were watching, we were both watching through each other's eyes because I noticed that too. It's like when he held up one of the girls when the waves were coming, he curled his arms. Did you, you know what I'm talking about, yep, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I watched it the first time. Ugh. I'm like, ugh, you're gross. And then the second time I noticed <laughs> he had just had the polygraph. He just confessed to his dad, all that shit in that little tiny baby room. And they say, okay, blah, blah, blah. He has to take his shirt off. I can't remember why. And the first thing he does is he like, he's, he poses himself. He sucks in his gut and he kind of flexes. And I was like, yeah, good luck in prison with that hot bod there. Sex robot. Like, are you fucking stupid? You just got... You're basically fucked for the rest of your life because you're a disgusting animal and you're just like, oh, I got to suck in and I got to, I got to pose. Like, fuck, man. I wonder if there's like some kind of data about people losing weight and getting fit. And if there's something in somebody's head, because not everybody who loses weight becomes a murderer. He wanted their family. He wanted a new life with the girl, the new girl. And I know she said in the video that, oh, you know, I want, or she said, they asked her if she, if the the daughters would be a problem. And she's like, oh no, never. But maybe she did kind of put it in his brain that I don't like that you have kids with somebody else. I want to just have kids with just you and I, that could have been enough to set him off. Not that it's her fault. He clearly was capable of this, but that might've triggered something in his brain where he's like, oh, I can't just get divorced. Like this is going to be a massive problem. I'll just kill them all. And then we'll start over. what I don't get like I understand divorce is messy and everything but so is prison so is you know a death sentence it never I, it uh, never crossed his mind he wasn't going to get away with it he never thought of the possibility he thought he was so smart and such a good actor and all these things going for him they'll never catch me it's like yeah okay, you're special now, I'm sure that you've listened to enough podcasts or watched enough shit about um now I can't remember what the term is you might be able to tell me but it's when people are telling a story. So they've done something. They're telling a story, and you can see a grin on their face when they're lying. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a term for that. There's an actual, like, scientific term for it. Now, I can't remember what it's called. But if you watch the scene where he's being interviewed by the news, and he starts talking about, oh, I just want them back to the house, and da 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 you see a grin on his face. And that is actually one of the telling signs of a person who's lying. Ah, here it is. Duping delight. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know oh that God, was called. I'm so glad that you're quick on that. I, I picked that up as well. I was just like, look at him. He's just like a fucking cat eating the canary. He just can't even help himself because he's so smart right? and nobody knows. Like, fuck, so gross. Yeah. So duping delight, which I watch a lo- uh, enough things. It's like you can start picking it up. It's like, holy shit. Holy shit. It's true. I guess that's probably one of the things that people who um, do body language oh, yeah. uh, sciences yeah. or whatever, who read body language, that's one of the telltale signs. Oh, yeah. Trump does that all the time. He's just a smirking fucking buffoon. Oh. I know, I know, I know, I know. What, what's the countdown on the... We're getting pretty close to the election uh, there. I'm so excited. I just, like please God. 23 oh. days, I think. Did you watch the the vice presidential debates? I don't think oh, so. I did listen to it, and then I... Because I, I make a fantastic blind person. I like listening to things more so than watching. And I think it's just because I can do another thing at once, which... At the same time, all I was doing was listening to it and then going on Twitter. At the same time, just seeing people, what their comments were and everything. So I did listen to it. Um, I didn't see the fly live. But when it happened, oh my God, my feed was just like, fly, 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 fly. Like everything was about the fly. It was hilarious. Oh, it it was glorious. It was so great. Like he's just a dead corpse. How do you not feel a fly in your hair? I guess it's shellacked, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the it's the lights. All the lights were, you know, heating up his head, and he couldn't feel anything. He's been dead for it's a some... year. Oh, oh my God! Oh, I just, I just hate them all. It reminded me of. Have you watched Westworld? 
I haven't, but I do know some of the stuff. It's like one of the about it. the telltale telltale things about which who is real and who are these animatronic robots. It's the flies. So they they'll sit there and they they for whatever reason don't have any sensory thing to notice when a fly is on them. So when they're just sitting there, the fly like will crawl into their eye and like walk across their face with like no motion from the robot. And I thought, yeah, okay, makes sense. Yeah, he's an Did animatronic you know that robot. World was actually um, a remake. There is, so they made it into a, a series, into a show, but Westworld was a movie. Now, I might be mistaken, but maybe from the 70s. Yeah, you're and right. And I believe Yul Brenner was, well, I think the main robot, we'll call him. I don't know who that Makes is. Makes sense? Yeah, but I don't know who that is. Yul, Bre- Yul Brenner was um, the bald man in The King and I. Oh, okay, okay. That's Ewell Brenner, and okay. so he was in movies forever, and if you look up Westworld, the movie, because when I, st- when I started seeing pictures of Westworld and everything, I was like, you know what, there's something that reminds me of a movie that he was in that I never saw, but I remember the poster. So I looked, and sure enough, it's the same storyline. I'm sure that they fleshed it out a lot better in the series, though. I, I really enjoyed the first two seasons, but this last season, the best thing about the last season to me is there's this scene where the Rev, uh, Rev and Rachel Wool, yeah, Evan Rachel Wool, nope, <laughs> Evan Rachel, what? Yeah. I'm so tired. You called Wool. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay, forgive me. Oh, fuck. Anyway, the best part is she's in this, she's spying on somebody and she's in this like little black dress and this old rich looking white dude comes over to like, he's like, excuse me. And she just turns around at him and she goes, fuck off and goes back to what she was doing. And he's just like, oh, oh I guess I'll fuck off then. And it was like my, oh my favorite God. thing. Okay. I, so, I really always, what is that on? Is that on Crave? It is. Yeah. I've been wanting to watch it just because I really like her as a person. Okay, why? Tell me more. Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, she's she's just very. Um, she does a lot of things about like she's she's been a victim of sexual abuse. She does a lot of things to do with um, you know supporting sexual abuse uh, victim. She's just very vocal about it, and she's. I just think she's a really cool woman. She was I, I with don't the, know how else to describe that. It was Marilyn Manson, um, right, that she was with, that did that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's the only one, but I did see she actually had some kind of deposition or it was something in front of Congress. I can't, Don't quote me on what I'm trying to say. But um, she actually spoke of what he did to her. Just the, the, the mental abuse, the physical abuse. I believe there was sexual abuse in there as well. Because, I mean, it all goes hand in hand, right? And and she's just, yeah. I, I Yeah, and then Marilyn Manson's a fucking pig. Yeah, and she was also very, very young at the time. She was very young and he was way too old to be... Well, right. he's just like... That's right, I forgot about that. Sometimes, you know, he was showing the world that he's a fucking monster and then it turns out he's a fucking monster. And I'm going to continue spreading the rumor that he got ribs removed to suck his own dick because that's what he deserves. He's garbage. We've got like two minutes left. Is there anything else you want to tackle? If you know what I mean. No. How about you? I'm good. I told my sister we will likely be having lunch at 2.30 and then I just... Like, if that's not happening. We'll be lucky to eat at 8 with the size of that fucking turkey in my shitty ass oven. Like, it is fucking that's, huge. You know what? That's seriously typical, though. Typical Thanksgiving, typical Christmas. Let's eat at this time. Yeah. No. Hours later. It's like everybody's just throwing it at their face because... Let's just get this fucking over with. It's like it's bedtime. The kids, <laughs> it's nine o'clock. The kids right. need to go to bed. We're starving. And every year I do something fucking stupid. Every year. It's like, I, I always wake up and I'm like, what stupid fucking thing am I going to do this time? And oh, I found it. Okay. Okay. So I want to know everything that you've made for this dinner. Okay. I have made, I've got, we're going to have mashed potatoes, Brussels sprouts. That's for me. Uh, the turkey. Oh, yeah. I got crock pot stuffing. I'm going to make gravy from turkey stock I made and uh, broccoli salad. Are you a fan of broccoli salad with feta? And Oh, I love 
love broccoli salad. Yeah, me too. And uh, fuck, I can't remember. We're going to have canned corn because Sarah always had canned corn growing up with turkey. And That's fuck, awesome. I am blanking on whatever else. I can't remember. And then for dessert, my sister made a refrigerator cheesecake with uh, cherries on top. And we made oh. Eagle Brand squares, which are Malcolm's favorite. And we made peanut butter marshmallow squares, which are my favorite. And I can't, like, I, I'm blanking on if there's anything else. That is amazing. I think that's it. Like, Pam, I'm, I'm seriously still thinking about coming over to your place and eating outside your, your window on your on your dining room. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Oh, hey, here's something that you might not have seen. So Winnipeg, where we live, is gets, like, fucking frigid in the winter. Like, we're not talking, like, minus 10. That's like we're wearing shorts. <laughs> we're talking minus fucking 45 so anyway winnipeg patios are going to be allowed to be open in the winter dear god i love it i fucking love it that's the most manitoban thing i think i have ever heard in my life like how they just have to have heat lamps i guess well i i suppose like they don't really have to i mean if people really want to have their food freeze to their plate Oh, God, you know, like, yeah. I suppose that's possible. But, like, I just love the idea. You know, wear your 10 layers of clothing. You're going to have to wear a balaclava, though, with a mouth opening. <laughs> the creepiest <laughs> balaclava there is. <laughs> with just the round hole. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and, like, I just, I just love the idea. I really, really love the idea. Um, I think it's probably sort of the same idea that I have when I've been to the, the Thermia Spa in town here in the winter. So you just basically go from like one hot tub to another hot tub, which is, yeah, I know it's human soup, but whatever. And, but you're like, it's minus 30 outside. You're running from one hot tub to a sauna to another hot tub. I mean, I guess in the patio though, you'll be sitting there and probably having alcohol just to keep you from freezing. Well, if we've learned anything from the Titanic, that's how you survive, right? Like, are you taking notes on survival? God, sugar. Jesus. Survival. My God. You know what? I'm just going to come live at your place. You have enough fucking relish to, like, feed the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really. Nothing to sustain you, but I have salty, sugary cucumbers. (laughs) What a tool. <laughs> like, I'd really like to know how many jars of stuff you have in uh, your basement currently. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna just kind of meander away from that for one second, but it's all related. Are you on TikTok okay. at all? TikTok? It's the, like the young people. Ti- yeah. I'm not, but I'm really considering it just because I see enough videos where people are awesome. Okay. Rainbow, a listener to the show, and I'd like to consider a friend, and she's got a really cute little wife named Lisa. You'd like Lisa. I don't, there's something about Lisa that just like, you know, stokes my fires. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being chill. Just being super chill. And if anyone wants to buy a beautiful condo on Sherbrooke, very close to HSC, you probably won't even get stabbed by a meth head because it's up and coming. It's gentrified. Lesbians live there. So it's on the way up. Let her know. You can contact me and we'll contact her and then we'll contact the real estate agent and I get 2%. Anyway, she's like TikTok and she's like showing me all these fun things and all these lesbians are getting hundreds of thousands of views, blah, blah, blah. So I'm on there. She's telling me about sourdough lesbians that make... And I'm like, oh my God. And they're getting hundreds of thousands of views. And then my niece comes over. And she's like, there's a thing on TikTok where you Google Italian check. And it's all these first generation or second generation Italian kids. And they're doing videos. I'm watching the videos. And everything she showed me had hundreds of thousands of views. And it's like people boiling tomatoes, making tomato sauce. I'm like, hey, I do that. Next video. People stirring their big plastic vat of grapes making wine. I'm like, hey, I do that people pressing wine. I'm like, oh my God, I do that. Like I could have hundreds of thousands of views with my fucking East Indian looking man hands stirring shit. That could be us, man. (laughs) Like no faces, no acting, just like people's hands doing shit. I can make gnocchi. Let's do it. Oh my God. You know what? It's just so funny. The things that you do see on TikTok. Obviously I do like seeing the TikTok of like the dogs and stuff like that. Um, And, but like seriously, like seeing TikToks of people making shit—it's really funny because they're not long. 
No, and that's my attention span. Anyway, the point of me telling you all of that nonsense was they show pictures of these Italian peoples. In Italian, you call it the cantina. It's like where you store... And like these people, fuck, they put me to shame. They've got like 400 jars of tomato sauce. And then they pan up to the ceiling and it's like hanging sausages all across the, the roof of the basement. And it's just like pasta as far as the eye can see. And I, like to me, I think, oh, wow, I've done a lot. And then you look at these videos and it's like, holy shit. Like they have an entire 500 square foot room built with bricks, of course. And like these wooden shelves just full. Like, like that is a fucking stock, you know, that is a stronghold. But I feel like I, I had a, I'm subpar. That's it. That's all I want to say. I, I had a customer. Okay. So like I had a customer give me, she made some grape jelly and it was, it's like the grapes that grow on a vine even here uh-huh. in her yard. So they're little tiny, tiny grapes. So she would have picked them all, juiced them, yada, 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 made this grape jelly. She um, And she, this is, like, I think the first time that she was making it, like, canned, um, the whole canning process. She said, never again. <laughs> never again. She's like, this is the only jar you're ever going to get from me. Yeah. And yeah. then I was thinking about you, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. How many things do you can? Like, I can think of 10 things off the top of my head. Well, yeah. I mean, I do the tomato sauce. I do pickles. I do relish. Would you like some? How's your relish situation? (laughs) What, you have 12 jars still? My relish situation is very good. Okay, I do apple apple butter. I do apple sauce. I do apple butter barbecue sauce. Because why not? You know, why not? Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, well, my mom's got, like, right now, I am making uh, 12 gallons of apple wine upstairs that, that I've got to siphon into carboys, like the glass things. I've got to do that. That's my other project today, on top of all this other dumb shit. Because uh, she's got so many apples. And then I've also got, I don't know, about 150 pounds of apples that need to be peeled and cored and sliced with my apple peeler, core slicer, you know, because there's a tool for every job. Anyway, nobody fucking cares. And then I'll do chicken stock, I'll do turkey stock. <clears throat> I hate myself. I'll do the tomato sauce. Honestly, like, I just don't know where you get the energy. I don't, I don't have it. Uh, I am pretty much a miserable cunt from, I'm going to say, the middle of July until the beginning of July the following year. I have three or four good days uh, in July. And then just miserable cunt. It's just a lot. Like, I don't know where. Seasonal, seasonal depression should kick in soon, actually. And then I'll do nothing for four months. That's true. I mean, you gotta think like winter's coming. Do you do? What do you do anything in the winter in terms of like anything? I mean, other than making your beautiful sourdough bread, which, by the way, that was the best loaf of bread I think I've ever had. I've really improved. I'm not just saying that. It I, yeah. was amazing. Look, I'm gonna let you say that because it's true. I mean, it's hit or miss. You know, it's hit or miss. But you really, it's one of those things where you really, it's a really tactile thing. Like you have to really watch because, oh fuck, I'm not gonna bore the shit out of you that was a good loaf and I know it was and I was proud of it but I've got one upstairs subpar I didn't time it right and uh, it overproofed and it's a little bit flat so say la vie you know say la vie my I, I think you know what there's too much precision with like baking for me I do like cooking when I actually do cook like not just like boiling up a pan of noodles or something but there's no there's really no precision in actually cooking like I'm going to make a pot of chili I've made a million pots of chili and there's no precision like you don't have to measure no you don't have to watch you don't have to do any of that you can throw it all together and be done yeah that's why i love and cooking. i think that's just you know it, it's amazing to me though that because i you know i think that your attention span is probably just as long as mine which is like the attention span of a goldfish like nine seconds and right? i'm actually really surprised that you can maintain the kind of attention that it takes to do this stuff. Yeah, me too. I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I can't lie. Like, I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't read down, like, you know, a page without going, oh, I wonder what's going on over here. Yeah. I think I, think I either go from perpetual motion to nothing. I will, go, I will fucking hit that e-brake and then, boom, I am done. But... I find mentally and physically when I do have those days where I'm just like, fuck it, I'm laying on the couch. 
all fucking day. I'm getting up to make these monsters snacks or lunch or whatever, and I'm going to lay down. I feel like shit those days. If I don't have a few little tiny things, and don't get me wrong, Sarah would rather I, you know, clean something than cook something. But I always say, you can't eat a clean house. So, so she does more of that kind of stuff, you know, and I kind of do more of the cooking stuff and we both uh, quietly resent each other most of the time. I, so just, you know, for future reference, for anybody, close family for anybody, I love to clean. I love to clean. I also like to organize. I also like to help people um, purge their shit. So, like, if, if you're, like, let's say you're like, okay, my basement's a mess. I need to get rid of some stuff. Oh, my God. Do not, not invite me over. Like, invite me over. Oh, yeah. I would love to because my basement is full of shit. We've got a pile of jackets that we need to give away slash sell that has been sitting there. Like, winter coats that has been sitting there, I'm going to say, since May. Very well-intentioned to be, like, given away or put somewhere, and they're just still fucking sitting there. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to deal with it. So I will gladly invite you over. But when you have kids, you can't just, like, purge. you got to... It's like... It's like the Underground Railroad. Like, you've got to... You've got to be fucking Harriet Tubman, bottom line. You can't just be like, oh, you've not touched this thing that's taking up four fucking feet of our basement. And that's the thing is what I think... And, I mean, I was... When my sister was moving... Oh, yeah, I think we were packing up. Yeah, we were packing up her house when they were moving to Calgary. And we, so we started going through her stuff. No, 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 this is even before that. Anyway, we started going through her stuff, and I was relentless. Because really, when you have another person there, you don't have that sentimental attachment to something. That other person is going to say, do you really need that fifth set of dinner dishes when you have at most six people over Shit. at one time yeah so yeah things like that you know even go with my niece i'm like she had this shirt that looked like something uh, an african man would wear and would look <laughs> fabulous on an african man not on a four foot fucking white girl and i said to her i'm like do you really need this african shirt are you really going to wear this and the answer was no again i i yeah i don't have that attachment and i'm very blunt which is Usually not what I'm like. I'm usually very much a sugar coater. Not when it comes to this. I fucking love it. And I'm relentless. Okay. Well, if the kids ever knock wood, please, God, go to Victoria without me with uh, Sarah and I stay here. We could definitely do that because it would be great. I just, I need a better, I need, like, I look around and I'm thinking we are not using this, my podcasting closet, we are not using this effectively at all. It's pretty well empty in here. Like the shelving is like, and then I have all these jars and it's like, why do I pick hobbies that involve all of this dumb shit that only gets utilized at certain points and then you got to store it. Like all the winemaking stuff takes up room. The beer making stuff takes up room. The canning shit takes up room. But those are your hobbies. I mean, maybe it would be nice if you would like pick, you know, a couple. (laughs) I'm done now. (laughs) See, that's the thing is it's so funny to me. You have like a million fucking hobbies. Yes, I, I do choose things, but I do them. Like, I don't... I haven't made beer in a long time because it turns out I'm too tired to drink. But I haven't made... It's not like I'm continuously pouring money into it. And, like, these people, if you go online, man, they have fucking breweries in their garage. So I just did the minimal I could. <laughs> and I do everything that I do. I don't, like, buy shit and then, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. But I just spent $700 on Absolutely. a thing. Absolutely. Like, once you're committed to something, I gotta give you credit for that. Like, you're committed. That's, yeah, I mean, even with, like, you know, you're running on your treadmill every day. I You've just... fucking committed to that. Well, for now, I'm just so scared I'm gonna f- fail. Like, I, there's this part of my brain that I have to turn off because... I'm either the kind of person, tell me I can't do something and watch the fuck out, or tell me, or I tell myself I can't do something and I'm like, oh yeah, you're probably right. Can't do that. So it's like, (laughs) it's so fucking stupid. But I don't know how long I can keep it up physically, but I will try. And see, that's the thing is, I appreciate you trying because I'm sort of the opposite of that. I'm afraid to try anything. Here, here's here's what I've learned, Okay. With this whole treadmill thing, anything is better than nothing. That's what I try to tell myself. But I've noticed if you run at, say, six, like whatever, like pick a number. If you run at five, say, whatever the hell that even means in miles, I don't even know. 
and you run at 5.1, there is a difference. Like when you, you'll finish earlier. So it's like, just give yourself a chance to start at something. A and then any little thing you do accumulates and you see that in the end, even though it feels like right. just any little thing, any little thing will help. So even if it's just walking, like, fuck, who cares? It's something that you weren't doing before. God, I hate myself so much. You know what? I actually want to get an exercise bike. I wouldn't be able to have a treadmill in here. You know, things are, are a little tight, but, and I would like to convert my bike, you know, my pedal bike into a stationary bike, <gasps> but they're shit for mountain bikes. And I have a mountain bike. I don't have a road bike. So they're shit for mountain bikes. Mm. And the noise level on them are insane. So anyway, I'm looking for a stationary bike. No, there'll be so many coming up for sale. Like, People buy that shit for oh, yeah. Christmas, give it away by springtime, I would think. Oh, I want it before springtime. Be nice in the winter. Oh, shit. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me <laughs> out again. You're lovely. Have a great day. Okay, can I, can I text you? Will you be up when the turkey's done around 9.30? Can I text you? Oh, my God. Send pictures. Send pictures. <sighs> okay. Okay, happy uh, turkey oh. lurkey uh, rape and pillage day to you, my friend. Yes, you too. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.